Previously on the No Mercy Podcast. The really good four and Snarl encounter a familiar hag on their way through the traveling foothills towards Pesopt. Unky is the only one able to see them due to his robe of eyes. Alright, so they get closer and closer and the larger one hangs back a little bit, but the one that you recognize gets closer to Funky's face, still horizontal, but the face all of a sudden just approaches you, and it kind of has that haze and, and blue material kind of drifting on, off the outside, yeah. but you see this like crooked, wrinkly, evil face just approaching, and it just kind of gets snout to snout. Uh, kiss her! Yet, kiss her! Yeah, she is, she is here, uh, like, touching my face, basically. I don't know that I like this, and I'm gonna try and, like, back up the hag starts to write herself. She points to herself and then holds up the finger, one finger. She points to the other hag behind her, points, holds up the second finger, so two fingers. So I'm one, this is two. And then kind of motions to an empty space to the other side of her and holds up a three and then immediately points at you and slits her throat. Does, does that kind of finger motion. Is there anything in that third spot no there isn't you get the feeling that sh- she's trying to say there's two of us now once i have a third you're done Ooh. Uh. and then she starts to like almost get starts to shake almost looks like with anger and then she squats down like she's sitting in a chair i think she's pooping but there's no chair there and she points at the ground and points at you and starts shaking her uh, fist yeah i don't I don't think she liked that I pooped on her eye. Oh <laughs> man! <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah, I yeah, that, that was that was my bad. Chess starts to warm up to snarl their guide through the foothills. The group goes to sleep, and Pip and Semily have a heart to heart. Pip shares what he knows about Frazer Blue, and what happened with the flute. Semily fills Pip in with what she knows about Josephine Strawling. Here's the thing. There's someone in Pesop. She's one of the top people. Currently has your flute in their gamut. There's Gotham. There's uh, another society from Stanholt. There's one from the city of Anvil and one from Vivabar. There's a bunch of groups they're going in to go and talk to this lady to enter into a competition. Because there are so many people trying to claim it as their own. After it was lost by us, try to say, no, it actually belongs to us because they lost it. Wait, so Kip and Bella are going to try to go in a contest to get it? Yep. They're good, but they won't get it. Like, they're, uh, something changed since I left? Because, like, they're good. Yes, something's changed. And Nella, Kip, Lip, and Bella, they're, they're all pretty good right now. They're, like... I've seen you fight. They're probably not as strong, but they can take care of themselves. What happened? But, you know, the situation with you losing the... the... Yeah. Yeah. Um, after that happened, then Gamut uh, started to kind of fall in standing because we weren't pants, you know, one true place anymore. So, got up started to rise. And but I... there's There was a void and everybody's trying to fill your place pretty Sugar. Pip has a dream from back in Hippo Blue of Sally Squigglebottom, a former rival of Pip's. 
They had mutual respect for each other. Everyone wakes up and they continue on their trek to Pesop through the foothills. Now, let's jump into this episode of the No Mercy Podcast. Stronger's lacking in the smarts. The cleric does the touchy feeling, grumpy healing arts. A broken hearted ranger with a dragon flying bow. And a sweet singing gnome who tackles every foe with no mercy. No mercy. No, no, no mercy. No, no mercy. Alright, so we had just woken up in the morning. Pip had. A dream and obviously woke up with the sweats and you wake to the morning it's not very bright out because it is starting to rain fairly heavily and you all are up for the morning as uh actually does anybody get out and stretch a bit early today <laughs> um chest would be as normal i think okay i'm just enjoying my full belly full of poutine I would probably be, I'm assuming Semele would kind of just get up and read. And so I'm reading whatever that book was that I got from the, what you call it, Wild Mages. Yeah, the Wild Cave. Mage. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm just, I, I couldn't sleep and I woke up sweaty, so I just started reading. Okay. Uh, yeah, I would have been out stretching because I was on second watch, so I was bored. <laughs> So after uh, a little bit of time, you hear somebody, she just goes, Ah, uh, Pip, I think we probably better get outside of this bubble in the next ten, nine. Oh, no, 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 eight, no, 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 ah! Seven. And she, like, just runs outside real quick. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, um, I don't want to, I, I, I'm gathering up everything. I forgot about that part of the bubble. <laughs> and as soon as, uh kind of pip leaves the bubble it collapses and watery poutine just kind of falls <laughs> on top of funky or er, <laughs> oh, uh, i i guess i i didn't fully think that one through guys Thawdrain, <laughs> next time not on the bubble i was trying to keep it out of the dirt this time <laughs> i got i was picking grass out of my teeth most of the day last time but i mean it worked, right? Until now. <laughs> so how far away are we from Pesop? Pretty much this full day, and then you'll arrive tomorrow. Uh, well, I guess now that I've been awoken by wet poutine, I'm going to try and salvage what I can and line my pockets with poutine. <laughs> um. No. No, that's not a pocket food. And you're talking about the queen of inappropriate pocket foods. I mean, it, it can't be any less of a pocket food than Bangers and Mash was. Oh, God. <laughs> I feel like it is less of a pocket food. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I guess bangers, that's true. Yeah. Bangers and Mash it's doesn't like a, have gravy as a requisite. I mean, no, but it's got it's got mash. I guess it's kind of like a, a an adult fun dip, right? Yeah, cheese curds are a tough pocket thing. Yeah. Um, well, I guess after I... I've, stuff a bunch of sake poutine in my pockets. I'd 
probably wander over to Robert and just, Hey, well, so we got jumped in the bar here a few days ago, and they seemed interested in you. What's that about? Um, you remember that jerk-off Bobby Sr.? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so apparently he was riding around on a dragon and burning stuff, and he had my bow, so everyone thought it was me. And now there's a reward out for my head, because they think I did all that. I mean, that's classic Elven racism right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, should we worry that this is going to happen again in the, like, bigger city? Yeah. That's why we told him to, to hood up before we went in. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think we're, we're only getting closer. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes, we should. Gotcha. Uh, just just wondering. I want to make sure that we know what we're getting into, because last time I couldn't do much in there, so. Yeah. Yeah. Just, okay. Yeah, that's going to be a concern. I don't really know how to clear my name of this whole thing, other than torturing Bobby Sr. until he admits to it. Yeah, because didn't, didn't the, the guy outside the Pesop know you? Which guy? The guy at the store? Yeah, the store dude, where, where Chess um, fell on a dagger. <laughs> I think he dated your sister or something? <laughs> yes, yes, that's right. It was my brother-in-law. Oh my god. <laughs> Remember his name. <laughs> Gary right. Joey. Gary Joey. <laughs> Gary Joey's collectibles and things? Or no, it was it was um, Annalise's brother. That's your brother-in-law. Yeah, his brother-in-law. Dumbass. All right. I, I, I guess. Long story short, I, we've been in a we've been in an old cage carriage twice. I just don't <laughs> want to be there a third time. <laughs> but neither of those first two times were my fault. So I, I mean, guess that, that's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. I mean, I, yeah, I guess that's fair. But everyone, everybody gets one, right? Spider-Man yeah, said. I, oh yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not. I'm not blaming you, I guess. I, I got us in a car- carriage. That's fine. If you want to get us in a carriage, i just saying things. No, we're going to try to clear this up. I imagine I have to expose Bobby Sr., and I'm probably going to have to kill that dragon. Yeah, that that might do it. But now i got these sweet green dragon magnet arrows, or whatever they're called. Nice. Well, that's, uh, that's a bonus. Mm-hmm. I'm into it. You, uh, you want some poutine for the road? No. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> that was a quick no. <laughs> Pip wanders over to this awkward conversation. It's like, I says, I'm not worried about Gary Joey because you guys seemed as tight as Relic can be with another human, which is cordial at best. Hmm. The bigger problem is, I think I'm going to Pesop to do a fight. I think this is some sort of fight contest, and I'm not sure if you guys have noticed, but I'm not the best fighter if I don't have magic. Yeah, you're kind of small. And I'm not going to have magic when I go in. Like, how is an angle fifer supposed to prove themselves without magic? Angle fifers are magic. Well, I don't know. You seem to have a silver tongue there, Pip. That's part of my magic. Isn't bardic inspiration a magic? Maybe it's not. <laughs> oh, I just, I mean, you convinced that bartender back there not to get too upset That's with us. That's true. I do have a natural charisma. And you pr- did a pretty good job of talking the Goliaths out of, you know, locking you up forever. But that's my point. That's what I'm good at is talking my way out of things. This is a right. contest that's a fight. 
Hey, uh, you can talk your way out of a fight. I think we're there to fight our way out of a fight. Um, I, but I am interested in knowing from Semily more details about what what her understanding of this contest is. Because at first, Pip thought it was going to be like a battle of bands type situation. Um, and and then it, it sort of seemed like it was going to be a little bit more fisticuffs. I mean, I got belly drums. Uh, I think last time when you were looking at kind of the golden ticket or what have you, your invitation, and talking to Assembly, she gave you an impression that all she really knows is it's kind of like the amazing race where you are. All of the teams are given some sort of information about something like a place that they need to go to and the first person that gets there oh. wins. Well, I have the fastest city person in the world. So... Is that, that's, is that me? That's good, yeah. Oh. I mean, you know cities better than anyone knows cities, and... Yeah, oh. I guess. Um, Emily, is there any way to go into Pesop but still be a little bit magic? Like, I'm assuming you've done maybe, I don't know, she's she's bookish and nerdy. Has she investigated any of that lore or knows a little bit more of the history of the city than, than Pip, Pip would? Um, yeah, I forgot to get my dice, so I'll roll and see if she knows. If they were in your butt, you would know. <laughs> would I? I mean, it's I guess it's not guaranteed. There's always a chance. I mean, the D4 would probably announce itself at some point. <laughs> yeah, at least on the either the way in or the way out, but one way is not going well. Ah, Sire Pepperoni, I have a bed there. And quite a while, I haven't really tried to test the magical boundaries. I, I think that it even gets frowned on when people try to do that. Well, far be it for me from doing anything that people frown upon. Do you think they've just hidden the flute somewhere in the city and we have to go and rescue it? I think it's probably not in the city, would be my guess. Okay. Probably be, probably be outside. Because it's, it's not as kind of cool, everybody racing around a city that everybody already lives in. But if it's someplace kind of grand and extravagant, that makes more sense. That would to make me. me feel more comfortable. I do not enjoy being in that bubble. Mm. It's not like a snuggle hut. Yes, yeah, true. This snuggle that's pretty great. Yep, uh, until it drops poutine on my head. <laughs> Although your snuggle has basically like a little version of the bubble. Oh, I can still do magic in there though. True. <laughs> well, are we able to like traverse this storm, or are are we kind of kind of having to shelter on the road? Uh, someone roll me a d twenty. <laughs> Not it. <laughs> Out of three. Three. Pip's cold and wet. Okay. A three. Roll me another d20. Oh, d. Oh, jeez. 18. Okay. Do you want another one? Um, <laughs> is anybody trained in insight? Huzzah. As in they're proficient in it. I am. Mm-hmm. Funkiest. Or thudderiness. I can't even keep it straight. That's don't worry. Okay. Oh, actually, I am. Ooh. Okay. So I'll have mm-hmm. the two of you roll an insight check. Got it. That's a 26. What was yours, Relic? 23. 
Okay, so the rain makes this kind of hard to see uh, as it's just, as you can hear, it's just totally pouring down. Uh, you're starting to worry a bit about is it possible that it's going to start flooding and we're unable to traverse and then we lose a day or something like that. How tall are our ponies? And <laughs> taller than you. And as you are kind of thinking about this, you, you look over and you see Snarl and it, he kind of tilts his head to the side, almost as if he's listening and hearing something. And then he just, okay, that makes sense. Hey, um, kind of strange, but I just got told by my boss there's someone that's looking to meet you. How are you talking to your boss? Your boss? Back it up. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I got a transponder that sent me a message. Uh, someone contacted them looking for you all, and they're going to be at the Clever Arrow Inn. Seems like a good place that we could probably hole up for a little bit to get out of the storm. It's probably about two hours away. Wait, who's looking for us? I, I don't really get told special intel. I'm not that high up. Uh, I turn to not snarl <laughs> into the rest of the RG4 and say, think hard, guys. Who's looking for us? What have we done? Well, I mean, there's, there's lots of people looking for us. Like, I'm sure Parley's looking for us. I think FUL's looking for us. Um, I think Bobby Sr.'s probably looking for us. I think a few a few CAGs are waiting are looking for us. God, I hope it's old Nan. That would be good. I, I think, generally speaking, people that are looking for us are... are so far, it hasn't seemed great. Could be but... Thea Almond. That would be a nice one. Ah, boots. All right. That's... Hmm. Uh, let's just go, I guess, to this inn, but be pretty... Everybody watch each other's six. Chess, Chess looks... is looking down at Pip and is like, can you show me where your six is? Pip wiggles his butt. You want me to watch your butt? Yeah. Well, back. Back. Watch. Just make sure everyone stays safe. Uh, excuse me, sir. I would appreciate it if you took your eyeballs off of my brother's behind. I keep forgetting my sister's here, and I need to change the way that I act, because I wouldn't do stupid stuff in front of her. Too late. We've ripped off on you. Justice, like, uh, but, but he, he just told me to look there. I, what, uh... Just looks over and he's like, any chance um, that we should maybe, like, hide Ralric in some sort of costume so that they don't know he's Ralric, you know, because of that whole fight thing in Friendtown? Probably not a bad idea. Tyler. Yes? I have a request. And I'm going, I'm going to base it on the fact that, canonically speaking, Ralric has been tranced out, and I believe... Maybe when we were trapped somewhere, maybe when we were trapped in a cage in Pesop, I spent a lot of time doing his makeup and just making him look like a fancy boy. I think that I have advantage on creating disguise for Ralric specifically, just because I know I know those cheekbones. I know how to contour. You really know the curves of his face. Yeah, did you spend like half of our trip to to Devadin Yeah, that's what it was. Doing up his makeup. While I was trying to reach down through the poop hole. <laughs> no, not, Sounds about right. Okay, sep uh, separate statements there. Do you have a disguise kit? Uh, I do. I do. I do as a performer. <laughs> All right. 
so you are going to look fierce are you are you proficient with it what does that mean like it would probably be under your items like your item proficiencies where it tells you what armor and different things you're proficient with i have i have it under my tools i have a disguise kit too it says proficiency it says proficiencies and the but i have soggy putin robes <laughs> yeah because you, you sh it should you can have a kit but it doesn't mean you're proficient with it i think i am that would go on the proficiencies yeah i think yeah i think anything in there means you're proficient with it i think so too because i'm oh i'm actually proficient in disguise kit too yeah i think i'm good that would make sense makeover so let's how we'll do it is we'll say that you can roll your performance with proficiency and Thodrain can help you and help his like proficiency will transfer even if you don't have okay it. so i'm rolling 2d20 and i'm adding my performance to it i'm gonna say the it's gonna be your advantage is gonna be canceled out out okay. by the heavy rain okay so i'm rolling 1d20 but I get, I'm adding my performance to that. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry, Tom. You are not going to look as fancy as I want. I wanted to do full RuPaul for you, but... My mascara is going to run, isn't it? Oh, uh, it's a 13, <laughs> like, with my was... performance added to it. <laughs> mm. You got advantage, right? But it's raining. It's raining men. Hallelujah. Yeah. So the... So it's really hard to do in this weather. Just like every time you try to put something on, it kind of washes away a little bit. So he does look different. <laughs> it just looks like a little ugly. Just not good. <laughs> well, I think that... Just like he might have gotten scuffed up a bit. I think the main identifier for me was the bow anyway. So I really just need to hide that. Oh, we put, I mean, we, we put Tiervanis in a burlap sack. <laughs> I yeah. pulled out the bag of holding. <laughs> Good uh, idea. Too big for that. Too big? <laughs> I, would, I would say so. It's only a foot across, right? Yeah, would you just put it in the, skin, the, uh, long, the tall way. One, put it in hot dog yeah. style, not hamburger yeah. style. It's like sitting on a football. If you want to sit on so it, the, you go wide way. If you want. It would have to be only this wide. <laughs> it's still, I'm going to say too big, too, but we can wrap it in some, like, rock sponge can get it or something. Under my robe or something? I don't know. Just so it's a bow, but they don't know what specific bow. I am just looking at you, and I'm disappointed in myself and tell me i'm pretty hey you are, pip, you're know. something buddy i'm sorry i think it's a good job pip i'm gonna give you full spa day when we get to the hotel <laughs> yes queen <laughs> uh, i i need to get this poutine out of out of my beard can you help with that too we're gonna do some deep cleansing masks when we get in okay tallyo and uh so set Emily goes over to your horse pip, Carl, and grabs the reins and gives the reins to Ralric. And then she kind of pulls you and she tries to pull you up onto Theodore. Ow! Oh! Underneath the umbrella. Oh. Yeah, I just scrumble up in beside her. We're just two peas in a pod. Two dome peas. Here, other by umbrella. Ella. 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 Ay, ay, I ay. look at my pony. I look at chess. I look at my pony. I look at chess. Uh, <laughs> can you help me, bud? Not even Rory can help you. Please. <laughs> Please. 
<laughs> you, you know it's an audio medium. You have to say something. <laughs> I can't. Uh, you can't hear me shaking my head. <laughs> oh, Rick. I was trying to shake as vigorously as I could. Can someone help me up on the pony? <laughs> or or make a like a swing. Just just. Uh, I could try to make a swing. No 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 no. He's got this. And Theodore starts to spin the blades. Uh, uh, I'd like the pony to still... I think we have a deposit or something. I don't think we want to kill the pony. No, it's to help pull you up on there. Just grab onto one. Mm, I feel like that's not going to go well for me. Okay, then you could probably get on on your own. Oh, can I get on on my own? <laughs> All <right>. Yes. <laughs> I make a big scene to make sure it looks really awkward and uncomfortable and glare at chest the whole time. Give an animal handling check. Okay. For chest? He's not an animal, Tyler. He's a Goliath. No. Yeah, jerk. Uh, ten. So, with Thadrain trying to make this look like a fairly difficult thing, he's not acting too much as he's getting up on the horse. Uh, this is hard, chest. All right. Y'all ready? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yep. Let's go. Anyone have any coconuts? Cue yeah. coconut noises. <laughs> and so you continue through the foothills, um, following Snarl. He's weaving his way around, kind of going up on the side of the hills a bit more, as it as it is starting to have a light amount of flooding and. As you go, one hour passes, you're getting close to the second hour, and the water level is continuing to rise, and you're starting to get kind of concerned that you might get trapped. But as you get kind of around the side of another hill, you notice there's the first break in the hills that you've seen, where they've all been kind of monotonous all the way through. Uh, here is a place where it's more flat, and in the middle of this flat area, essentially the taking place of where nine hills would be, is this one large two-story inn and you see across the top of the inn is an arrow and it's Las Vegas style huge <laughs> colorful and it's just going through the top corner of one side down through the other side so it looks like it's actually going through the building itself hmm. nice I don't know if this is it guys and <laughs> it's kind of that's a bright red, bright pink kind of arrow, but everything else is pretty log cabin style. And it looks like there might be a store as well and a bakery of sorts. Ooh, we could get some croissants for later. So there looks like a very, very, very small general store, uh, a very small bakery, and then the inn itself. Are there a place for our horses? Yeah, and so you, as you start to get closer and closer, you can see that there is what looks like almost like a horse staircase, a staircase built for horses. And it goes <laughs> up along the side of the inn, and you can see it's uh, an elevated barn almost off the side to huh. get them out of the rain. And flooding may be a more frequent thing, and they kind of plan for mm. ah. Dry horses, I like it. With horse stairs. Some sort of horse escalator. Yeah. They're just, they're just a lot longer steps than... I see. What a human would use. Horse leg steps. Well, so you kind of pull up. Uh, you see a gentleman at, at the front. He kind of, standing with a hood, just ushers you and just points up, up the staircase for you to take your horses and 
Let's throw something. All right. We're here. Let's take him up, grab a drink. Now you're talking my language. Where's Theo gonna go? Uh, and he looks back and the the guy who's standing at the staircase is looking kind of confused at the the robot. Oh, Pep, do you think you could talk this one out for me? Oh, yeah. Um, good, sir. We... What the fuck is that thing? Um, it's... Mm, my baby sister's mechanical horse. Um, <laughs> she needs it. You know. For her inner calmness and, and security. Would it be okay if it came inside with us? Ah, uh, man, I don't think one of those things can come inside. Might be able to stay up here, though. We can't come inside because it can't fit in the door? I don't know how big Theodore is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you and you look at Theodore, and then the door. Much smaller than Theodore. <laughs> oh, okay, I understand. Uh, Seema, you okay with him kicking it in the stable with the ponies? Ah, uh, yeah, as long as he stays dry, I'll probably dry him off once we get up there. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that would be fine. We just need some cover for him to make sure that he doesn't, you know, get all Tin Man on us. And I, I flip him a... Fuck, I know how money works in this game, and I never know how much is a lot. A silver. And he takes a silver, he's like, Ah, thanks, I guess. Ah, whatever. That's... It wasn't a lot. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that can get you, like, a bunch of sandwiches, though? I don't know. How do you tip... A gold seems like a lot to tip the valet. Yeah, I feel like like five five bucks, ten bucks for valet is a lot, and that's that's a sandwich. And if a silver gets you a bunch of sandwiches, then it's got to be at least the equivalent of ten bucks. I know. I feel like you tip your valet more to park your Porsche than you do to park your Vespa. You know? We're self-parking our robot, and if he's not angry that the robot's going to the stable, I... Flash him a toothy smile, and off we go. So as you kind of go up and park your horses slash Theodore, and are having this conversation, like, did we, was that it? Was that enough of a tip? <laughs> uh, Snarl looks over to you guys and he says, "This is kind of the only place out here, so everything tends to be a little more expensive." Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> I'll see you inside. Let me know when you're ready to go. Uh, thanks. Any walks off. Well, who wants to get blasted with her tour guide? Mm. You know I'm game. And then I remember that I'm <laughs> sitting beside Semily. I'm like, I mean, let's go get a nice dinner. <laughs> of liquid. Alright, let's do it. Just uh, puts his arm around Ralric and he's like, don't worry, Ralric, I'll make sure nobody knows you're Ralric. Oh. Okay, don't for step one, don't say Ralric anymore. Okay, I won't say. Just say, just say Rick. Okay. Or Steve? Will Steve's a name that you're accustomed to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which we all have fake names. Rick. Okay. Rick Steve. Steve Rick. I don't know. We'll pick one. Steve Rick. Steve Rick. That seems easy to go Steve with. Steve Rick. It is. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> seems believable. So how are you hiding or covering up? Um, hood over half my face. Whichever half has less good disguise on it. Okay. Uh, he's got good disguise and his bow's not showing. Well. Which means he's wearing pants. And where's your bow? I was gonna try and put it under my robe. Like, still hanging on me, but just like under? Is that weird? 
Yeah, because it's a longbow, so that would probably be too large. Is that a... How tall are longbows? Is there any sort of bow hole in the robot? You could hang it on the robot and just drape a, something well, over it you so it's hide, covered. Hide it in the robot. In, in the robot? Oh, you need, you need a special compartment? Yeah, kind of. I got one of those. Oh. And she runs over to Theodore and says, Theodore! Uh, yep. It might be best if you don't watch this. It might make you... Like, get mad at me. What have you done? Uh, it's just nothing. It's just, Theodore, open the armory. And you see one side of, kind of the back right portion of Theodore open. And you see a a war hammer. Uh, looks like a... How large is Theodore? Uh, has some sort of essence flowing around the outside. This blue essence flowing around the outside. There's this war hammer built for her, as well as a set of scale armor fitted for her size and a helmet uh, damn simile uh, let's just uh, i'll put the bow i'll put the bow uh theodore closes the armory and then it quickly closes up so, almost as quickly as it opens. nice choice of weaponry since when have you had all of that uh girls gotta take care of herself what can i say that's uh, a nice looking hammer i guess I'm glad you have some protection. I'm happy it's not drugs. So, I guess, small battles. Although, I guess we did just blaze a joint on the road, so maybe I shouldn't be preaching to <laughs> the choir. I mean, she could she could run drugs in that thing, though, right? Ugh. Thadrain, you are not allowed to influence my sister <laughs> in any way. All right, so you all... Kind of take a deep breath, um, gather yourselves before entering the inn. Uh, there's a side entrance by where the kind of uh, roofed barn area attached to the to the inn. So you kind of go through that side door into the barn, into the actual inn itself. And as you go in, there are probably a good 20 people. You look around. It's you're currently standing on this balcony uh, on the side like the right side if you were to go in the front door where you are currently now is the right side of that and you're on this balcony and the balcony has stairs going down both sides and in the center you do see a bunch of tables and a bunch of bunch of people um, gathered around those tables and then as you kind of look up and about you see that okay there are about 20 people down there there are 10 people kind of up on this catwalk up on the second floor a catwalk that goes around the outside and um, has different rooms. You imagine that's where people would stay. And you look down, you see a bar, you see a big sign that says drink special for the day. And it's um, called the Umber Hulk. And it looks pretty pricey, five gold for it. But Oh, I'm getting one of those. It's a, it has like a warning sign right below. <laughs> uh, that you can't quite quite make out from here, but it's probably like one of those challenges that they have at the wing you know wings places and stuff like that you know i'm getting i'm getting my bonus, <laughs> right you're gonna have to sign a waiver <laughs> yeah can so i would kind of like to actually sneak in a little ahead of all members of my team sure to try to do a just a really fast look around the room see if there's any familiar faces at all um give a perception check no, I saw. I see nothing. I, uh, my shoes untied. I rolled a one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
There's definitely people in here. Well, good idea. Good. My heart was in the right place. So you walk in, you kind of quickly look around, but the rain is still really matted on your face. You're kind of like trying to wipe it out of your eyes. And you're just like, guys, just come in. It's <laughs> uh, probably fine. Uh, I, I'm trying to keep an eye for if anyone's paying attention to us. Otherwise, I'm mostly focused on that Umber Hulk. Okay. Give just a general perception check as you walk in. Actually, insight. Let's go with insight. Okay. Uh, insight is a 19. Oh, right. So um, you're walking in. People just do obviously immediately look at you. you. Probably get stares for a bit longer. You're not sure if it's for a special reason or if it's because you have a robe that has a bunch of eyes on it uh, and 15 other weapons hanging from your body. But uh, right. you're definitely a colorful crew of people. So there's definite interest but it's, at this moment, hard to pick out why. Chest is patting Ralark on the back, and he's he's like, yeah, uh, that sure sure is right, Steve Rick. Yeah, Steve Rick, I, I agree with those things you said uh, back there, Steve Rick. <laughs> yep, good. Give a general deception <laughs> check. I, chest. For me. Or chest. Chest. Oh, oh, God. And you can give one to uh, Steve Rick. <laughs> I got a 13. That's not terrible. Uh, I got a 9. Your uh, your acting is as good as Rollerk's makeup right now. <laughs> That's what that means. Consistency. We got the perfect storm of Rollerk's charisma and chest. So you're walking in and you're definitely all really awkward. And people are kind of picking up on it. But nobody's going out to you and going up to you and talking to you or questioning you. They're just kind of like, this might be a show tonight. Let's see what happens. Huh. Well, okay. And as you go down um, down the stairs, you can see everybody is seemingly in a really good mood. Like, even though it's super rainy outside, some people are a little bit wet, but everybody seems to be really happy and enjoying themselves. Gotta be that Umber Hulk. There aren't any grumps in the corner. Everybody's kind of collectively talking. Well, not not everybody talking together in one circle, but there's there aren't any loners here. Oh, everyone's got friends. Yeah. Okay. What's the soup of the day? Let's get warmed up out of that rain. <laughs> soup. I got I got I got some pocket poutine. No. no. None of that. Will you stop with the pocket poutine? My God. Ah. Uh, well. I, I don't know. One one of these times, you guys will take me up on it. Poutine. I'm gonna figure out where the bar is. And I'm going to start wandering in that direction. Okay. So you kind of wander through the middle of these tables uh, and the bright lights. As you lead the way, this one's just for Thaudry. Give me a perception check. Sight-based. Well, that's a 12. Yep. Okay. Did you roll with advantage? Oh, yeah. The other was uh, a 6. (laughs) (laughs) With my plus 4. I've got a plus four, so... What is wrong with us today? Well, nothing's wrong with Ben. That's a normal Ben roll. Yeah, that's average Ben roll. I I had a 19 earlier today on the insight, but on the dice. Okay, so out of the corner of you, your eye, you see a figure kind of go towards a door in a side room and just walk through and close it. Everybody else give a perception check. That's not thought rain. Four! My God, why do I always roll so poorly? Like, I'm bad at those stats, but I always roll poorly at them, too. 
15. Dirty 20. All right, so Ralric and Pip. Man, wind must have shut that door pretty quickly. It's be so windy outside. With a 20? I didn't see the person. They're very sneaky. Well, shoot. You didn't you didn't see any figure. All you saw was the door close. Just the door mm-hmm. close. Uh, and so, Thadrain, you go up to the bar, and you see a short halfling kind of jump up, reminding you a little bit of uh, Zumi, just in terms of yes, just pep, pep and demeanor, but not at like Z- Zumi's an eleven. This guy's probably turned down to an eight. So it's like Zumi before math. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like, hey, 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 guys, what'll you do? What do you want? Welcome to <laughs> the Clever Arrow Inn, where we'll fix you a clever drink. My name is Deshaun, and I'll be your server for tonight. Oh, well, Deshaun, you had me at drink special of the day. What is that deal? Oh, looks like this guy's inquiring about the Umber Hulk. And you kind of look around, and everybody, not everybody, but people who are currently sitting at the bar kind of start paying attention to you. Ah, uh, this is quite the drink. If you can down it in one go, you'll win a prize. Ooh. Oh, it's like those steaks the size of toilet seats. <laughs> Do it. Go on. <laughs> All it is is a pint. Except this pint is whiskey, brandy, and tequila in equal measures. Yeah. All right. That seems fair. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, All right, looks like we've got a challenger. And he goes behind the bar and starts ringing a bell. I thought that was called a Pessoft Island iced tea. <laughs> <laughs> so it looks like we're losing the Thadrian tonight. And some people from the bar, from the sitting down at the tables, they get up, but not everybody, and they kind of start to walk around and watch you. It's like, this will be on the house if you uh, can handle it, but... We'll see. Now you are really speaking my language. Free drinks? Okay. And he slides it across. Across the bar to you. Pours each part in equal parts. And then does like this little flick of a green dye. And you can see the green dye just kind of float down. Hmm. Does the green dye seem suspicious to me? Uh, investigation check. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Does this drop of poison seem suspicious? Oh, 18. Looking at it, it looks like he was just doing a flourish, is your best guess. Okay. Well, I give that a go. Give a con save. Would this, by chance, fall under con, uh, con save against poison? Uh, yes. Yeah, I feel like alcohol is 100% poison. Dwarves <laughs> get advantage on that, so. Ha! <laughs> 13. I'm rolling real well. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. You see... Thadrain, he gets about two-thirds of the way through, and then you can hear him kind of <coughs> coughing, and people are, like, cheering him on as he's going there. Go, go, go! And he's coughing, and he's almost there, and then he has to throw it down, and he just kind of spits out, and it hits uh, Sean a little bit in the face, and he wipes it off. He's like, oh! Sorry, sorry about that. Uh, Good try there, Phil. That'll be five gold. Oh. Thanks for stepping up to the plate. Okay, yep. Here, I hand over the five gold. Uh, the rain must have gotten to me. Ugh. It's all right. Happens to the best of us. What is a, uh, an item that provides poison resistance do? Does it just give you advantage? 
I think it just halves your damage, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it just halves it's your just damage? Halves your okay. Damage. Yeah. Ch Chess just looks at him and like, This is Steve Rick, and points at Ralric. Jesus. Yep, yep, that's that's my name, uh, Funky. All right, Chess, you don't have to announce every time. Okay. It's uh, okay. Just be cool. All right, Steve Rick, what can I do you for tonight? Uh, not the special. All right, smart man. How about just a bit of ale? Sure, sure. Uh, a bit of ale. You want a pint of it? Pint's good. That'll run you a gold. Hmm. I have gold. Yeah, I've got some money. Yeah, you got yeah. lots of gold. All right, I'm good. I'll slide over a gold and a silver. A little tippy tip tip. Ah, uh, much obliged. Mm-hmm. And the rest of you lot. Chess looks down at, at Pip, and he's like, Pip, you want me to get you something? Oh, no, no, I'm good. I was just going to get a couple of Cosmos for, <laughs> for me and Seema. Chess looks back, and he's like, yeah, a uh, couple of Cosmos uh, cos, <laughs> for them. That, that's, I hop up on a bar stool, and I'm like, hey, Sailor. How you doing? <laughs> good. What What do you have that's um on the gentler side from your special for my little sister here. Alright. How about, uh, we like to call him, I don't know if you heard this, it's called Screwdriver. Oh. Oh. I guess that's fine. I, I <laughs> could be a screwdriver light. No, 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 that's okay. Uh, we'll, we'll get, uh, two of those. Please. Alright. Screwdriver. Actually, you know what? Give a, give a persuasion check. Oh, well, like Kentucky Mule or something. Hmm. All right, okay. This is Pip's strong suit. Persuasion? Okay, 27. <laughs> All right, you know what? You two look like good people. I'm going to, don't tell anybody, dive into my private statue. Let's get some uh, orange juice, vanilla liqueur, splash of milk. We'll call it an orange creamsicle. All for you. Here it <laughs> goes. All right. We have fancy drinks, and I'm also going to imagine that they have umbrellas. <laughs> and she'll ask for... Uh, those will be a bit more. That'll be two gold for each of them. That's fine. And I give him five gold. Ooh. What are you having, big fella? Chest is looking at him, and he's just like, Oh, uh, I'm okay. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm fine, sir. Get a pint of soup. Soup. <laughs> I guess we haven't. It'll get you high. <laughs> 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 Want to get high? Um, I'm gonna turn to Deshane, right? Is that his name? Deshawn? Deshawn? Deshawn. And slide a gold across, and say, "I'll I'll take a pint," and then slide four more across, and just say, "And also, if you can tell me who or what's going on with that room, they seem." And point to the one where I saw the guy disappear. Just said they seemed to disappear when we came in. Give a persuasion check. Persuasion. <laughs> Nine. Good work, Ben. Yep. Uh, he takes the gold, looks at you. You know what, kid? I don't think they're here for you, but I'll go check. They're uh, high-profile customers, so. And he pockets the gold and walks off uh, towards the room. Wow. Enters the room. We, I, I feel like we might be fucked. Um, <laughs> I feel where, like. where is uh, Snarl? Uh, he is plopped down at the far end of the bar, pretty much 
the far everyone here is happy and joyful together and he's pretty much gone as far away from everybody as he could oh, okay um i don't uh, i don't know if we can retcon but i i chess would get a beer for snarl okay yeah that's fine so chess would have asked the bartender for beer and brought that over to him and like here you go snarl oh thanks uh this doesn't mean we're friends i just want to point that out Okay, that's fine. You just seem like maybe you want a beer. You've been out all day with us. Appreciate you showing us the way. Uh, why? People don't normally talk to me. Oh, okay. Well, I don't have to if you don't want me to. Uh, you know, yeah. You don't, you know, you can, you can go ahead with your whatever, you know. It's cool. Uh, uh, I can go with my whatever. Okay, uh... I just get out of here. Oh, thanks. Oh, okay. Sorry. See ya. You are going to marry his daughter. Like you are best friends. Uh, yeah. Okay. And then Chess will go back to the group. And kind of as you go back after you took the drink, the bartender went into the room, kind of had your chat, and you came back. And bartender emerges again. He's like, "Hey guys, uh, it appears that they kind of want to meet you." Who's they? Hmm. Uh, what he said. Have you... Are you familiar with Pesopt at all? The head honchos there? A little bit. Uh, we've we've met some big players. I shouldn't be saying this very loud. So he kind of leans into you. Uh, just because she's pretty high profile. Wants to keep a little profile. Uh, Josephine Strawling, you know her. Oh, it's... Sh- a strawling. Uh, yes. I believe I served her a pig in a blanket once. Wait, was I a part of the catering crew? Yes. I can't remember. Or you you were the, uh, trying to fix the, uh... Yeah, you were trying to fix the lyre. Instrument. Oh, some, some sort of band repair. Yeah. Well, I'm so going to pretend I served her some sort of pork pastry. Um, oh yeah, we go way back. Uh, I, I can imagine that she would want to chat with me at least um this is rory saying this but don't we isn't like isn't she associated with if you will because she was at in devonham she has Mm. my flute Mm. we're gonna be interacting with her regardless in theory she does right well so she told me and that's when gossipy be like (laughs) yeah okay chest is just uh looks at Pippi's like, who's Josephine Strawlin? She is a big star. And her family run a lot of the performing performing arts uh, play, places in Yeah, Pesop. she owns the big... And, yeah. Um, yeah, she owns the big place there. Yeah. She is someone that we are going to cross paths with when it comes to our business in, in Pesop shortly. Oh, so okay. if she wants to talk to us now, how do you know her? I met her when we worked that catering job. Remember, just um, when we were doing catering. Uh, oh, <laughs> hey, you're into catering? Uh, you should come check out the back. We got a pretty pretty cool off here. You can check it out later. Oh yeah, I'll chop some eggplants for you if you want. Go on. What's your name again? <laughs> Steve Rick. I uh, haven't heard of you. <laughs> okay. 
I'm seeing if your fame as Steve the Chopper had spread. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And Chess is like, oh yeah, I remember when, I, I guess we were catering, yeah, okay. Chess uh, bends down next to Pip and whispers, he's like, are you talking about when we were in Devodem? Yeah, they, they don't need to know that's where we did that job, though. Okay. <laughs> Chess, Chess says, like, if you met her in Devodem, shouldn't we be careful? We need to be extremely careful. Okay. Um, this is the most awkward type of table talking. <laughs> I, mm. I want to whisper, too. <laughs> We, we don't need to do this. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm wondering if a couple of people should stay at the bar. Not that splitting up is ever really a good idea, but I'm just wondering if we should be keeping Ralric out of a directly confrontational situation. Um, probably. Mm. I'll go with you, Pip. Uh, just to clarify, sorry eavesdropping, but I'm a bartender. That's kind of what I do sometimes. Uh, <laughs> when I said you, I meant you. And he, he's pointing out two fingers. Um, one to Pip and the other to Ralric. She said he's, she said the tall one and the little cute looking one with the instrument. What are we supposed to do? Rut row. Uh, she wants to talk to the two of us. That was not abundantly clear to me. But... Apparently, uh. I say we should just go do this, and uh, because if we don't, we might create a bigger scene than we may necessarily want to do right now. I'll go. Uh, Teamwork. I, I can send a message to one of you. Should I do that after a certain amount of time? Kind of like I did when we, when we prank called Bobby Senior. Oh, and so they can respond. Can- yeah. Sure. How long? Yeah, I would say, g- give me, give me no more than ten minutes. Okay. If, if we're not hopping out by then. And if you're in trouble, I mean, how will you tell me? <gasps> we need a code word. How, you, how will I know? I. W- well, when when you open up that line of pineapple of channel, uh, you can hear us respond, right? We can respond. Yeah, I, I can. S- I send you a message, and you can respond to the message. And it's it's okay. telepathically, right? Like, uh, I think hmm. you say the message out loud, oh, but I hear okay. it. Okay, I believe. Is that right, Tyler? That's how I've seen yeah. it be used. So we need some sort of code word that we can. It's also more fun that way. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Um, so, wait, what's Spanish for beans? I don't know. Frijoles. 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 So if you... That's something I can naturally slip into a conversation. Sure. All right. And should I send it to you, Pip, or to you, Robert? Either one. We're both competent. <laughs> okay. So ten minutes, and I check up to see if you need an exit from your first date. All right. Okay. We'll be fine. I'm sure she just wants some hot goss. If uh, I don't call in ten minutes, it's probably because I drank a couple more of those drinks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I'm just kidding, I got you guys Great, great, great faith, great faith. Um, Don't worry, I'll nurse this beer Climbs down off his bar stool And grabs Chest's knee And says You keep an eye on her 
guard her with your life. Uh, yeah, of course, of course. Uh, I'll, uh, don't worry, I'll, I'll watch out for y'all as best I can. And, and Samily here. Alright, come on, Stevo. Careful up there. steve We go over to that room. Uh-huh. Okay. So what's the name of this person? Josephine Strahling. Strahling. Um, I guess, at, before they leave, Tyler, can I tell when I see someone that is, like, invisible or ethereal or something? Like, would I have been able to tell that they were there was something off about the person I saw? Based on that that perception check, you got what? Yep, that's fine. I meant for you to get. Yep, that's fine. That's uh, that's what I suspected. That's why I passed on what I did. All right. So you walk up to the door. Knock and knock, knock. The door just opens up, and as it opens, you see a long table, and sitting at the head of the table is the. Uh, you see the purple and blue skinned tiefling with her deep red eyes. Last time you saw her, she had lime green hair spiked upwards. This time it's more of a frost blue. And she has these, again, lavish robes. They're curling downward. And she's not the only person in this room. You also see, I think both of you would have an idea. Give it, Both of you can give a history check. Uh, 15? 17. Okay, so you see this large hobgoblin fighter, or not necessarily fighter, but he just looks like he is completely jacked, almost like chest, but looks a little bit more ripped than chest. What? Uh, Has a red-orange skin with an almost cat-like snout. Uh, You can see on his chest, on his uh, armor, he's decorated with, it looks like about seven different medals. His armor is very bright and lustrous, but you can see there are definitely areas where he's been hit and it's been damaged, so it looks like it's pretty battle-worn. His black hair is tied back in a bun, and he doesn't move except for his eyes as you're walking in. A great sword is strapped to his back, and in his black hair, he has gray stripes just down the sides of his head. Um, He looks quite menacing and not someone that you'd want to mess with. Also in the room is a turtle has this turtle has a large decorated staff with runes and carvings uh and he's kind of supporting his weight on it just leaning over uh he has a long beard no mustache just like the chin beard and uh, definitely looks older has these well-worn robes that looks like he's been wearing for a very long time just decorated with different colors and patterns and the last person that you both see in the room is just a person just sitting in the back very very plain robes uh booked under tucked under the arms but completely covered up hood hood is over the face um hands are in the robes like there are no real features that you can discern about this person i'm very excited that there's a turtle here (laughs) Mm -hmm. i think that's a lot of people in one room and pip does not like the very obvious outnumbering so he probably doesn't want to be too far away from the door hey oh my god that's chip i asked for ralric that's chip oh no that is ralric okay and gwendolyn no no no, that's what you told me your name was. Pip, come on in and sit down. Where are your friends? Well, I think I said my name was Grendelin. <laughs> uh, sorry. And hey, hey, girl. What's up? Come on in. Did, where are your 
Where, where are the other two? They're just, um, having a libation. Oh, that's fine. They probably deserve it. Long travels, right? A lot of traveling. That was such a show. Pip, that... Beautiful. I just love watching that entire thing unravel. It was disappointing that some people got burned by that dragon, but I was at the edge of my seat. Well, I have always delivered a compelling show. <laughs> um, what are you doing here? Oh, a little birdie told me that you would be on your way, so I just thought, why don't I cut you off at the head before you come and see me? Mm-hmm. And she uh, reaches into her robe, and this is like super slow mo for you, Pip, as she takes out, and you see before you the thing that you had lost 10 years ago the flute, and she sets it on the table. Is it actually mine? Can I tell if there's any sort of like illusory bullshit happening? You can do an investigation check, but last you said you were close to the door, so it's pretty far away. I thought that um, that was sort of up for some sort of competition in Pesopt. It is. Pip, Pip, is that the that's the one? That's the thing. I think so. Mm, looks nice. Yeah. So here is the deal. I am. So excited that you all escaped uh, Devodem. I thought that that was a real shit situation that you got put in. Uh, and I'm excited that you escaped because you kind of tie this competition together, Pip. Like, you have a commonality with so many different entrants. I mean, your siblings are going to be a team. That is fantastic. Um, also have... Sally Squigglebottoms and and their family that will they'll be there too and you just kind of tie it all together but there's one issue for this competition right now and I'm so excited but we really need to deal with it and she looks over at Ralric yeah what um I don't know if you know this but you kind of are being looked for right now yeah no not pleased about it and so I can't help you a ton, but I'm willing to help out a little bit because Pip in this competition equals ratings, and I love to make money. And she needs a, and he needs a team, and you're part of it, but they're kind of looking for you, and they kind of know what your party looks like, so the faster we can get that cleared up, the better it will be for everybody. But he's in disguise. And he also, for the people looking out for him, was traveling with uh, a gnome, a dwarf, and a goliath. But we also have Snarl, so that really throws a (laughs) wrench into the mix. I don't know what that means, but okay, if you picked up another one, we're only allowed four, so you have to pick your three best friends. What are you proposing? Can you clear his name? Well, I can help a little bit, but you're going to have to do it yourself. If you tell me some people that will be able to speak on your behalf, I can teleport you to Vivamar, have those people meet there, and then arrange for a trial. Is there anything that you might be able to 
I don't know, is there any proof that you have? Anything, anybody that can speak on your half? Good character, what have you? Well, yes, there's some, and I would also like to summon the real um, criminal and press charges, or however that works. <laughs> I would like to accuse someone else of what I'm accused for. Uh, I can... I can try and arrange that. Who does that happen to be? Bobby Sr. of Elftown. Dick Extraordinaire. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, well, obviously I know him. I saw him try to murder you all, but um, <laughs> unfortunately I cannot be a witness because, you know, I'm kind of playing both sides. So, uh, yeah, I'm just gonna, just gonna back out of it. Um, Bobby Sr. Let me just write that down. He should be on trial. You know, I don't make those decisions. But, depending on how this goes, maybe he will be. Anyone else? Any any good deeds that you've done along the way? Anybody that you helped out? Anybody that's going to be like, oh, Rylar was such a good person? God, I should have been nicer to people. Um, well, all, all of us? All of you, yeah, my companions. Uh, I don't... That won't cut it as Maybe much. the hero... I was good to him. Okay, write down the hero. I don't like the idea of Ralric being zapped away from us. I don't either. Well, here's the thing. Okay, so this is where it's gonna you're gonna have to really make a decision because as you get to town, okay, as you get to Pesopt, I am gonna let you choose kind of like a guide of sorts to help you through the process. Because over the next several days, uh, you can learn more about the race itself and the potentially the battlefield, the contestants, what it's going to cost, where you're going to go, what you might expect. So the more people that go with Ralric, the less knowledge that you're going to have for the race itself. But if you have a few people stay behind, it's up to you. It's just you're going to make one thing mm. more difficult for yourself. Ooh, what about Stefan? He liked me, right? Stefan. <laughs> I wasn't his bitch. We were just bros. <laughs> Didn't we do something really good in Swampton? Uh, have you, like, been heroes and everybody's like, oh, they're really good for, they saved us. Didn't we, like, well, we didn't save any children, did we? No. We just scared we, off that hag from tried that town. To. Uh, well, we can, we can kind of go back and Dulpa? go from place to place. So the first place you went was Ordenshire. Oh, we definitely saved uh, What's-Her-Face the nice barkeep Lilette uh, okay Lilette Shandy got her written oh down. what about the chef from Devadim that was Chef Tina <laughs> she just has a lady boner for you she <laughs> loves me uh, she also I believe thinks your name is Steve when you left she would not shut up about you <laughs> uh, we basically tried to help the city of Theron from Juliet and Gary. Mm. Okay, so is there anyone in charge? Anyone that can kind of vouch for you there? I'm for sure. She's our she's our main lady. Old Nan. Okay, Theron. What about Philil? Were we nice to him? I feel like Old Nan has more clout than Philil, but yeah, he was definitely there. They're kind of peas in a pod. Uh, then from Theron, you went to Tolto, where we definitely tried to save children but I think they'd already been consumed uh, but we brought closure to widows who was there um sexy Gustavo dude 
Gustavo. Gustavo. There's Gustavo. There is old nun. There's old nun. I. She doesn't like. She was like the sheriff. Yeah. I would love to get old nun and old man in a room. Let's just put her on the list so we can play <laughs> that. Out. And then from there, shit hit the fan. So, we went to Alltail. I don't think that Sandy Dollop or no Sandy Dollop and Rainy Sandello will have nice things to say about us. Rainy Sandello, Sandy Dollop. Nope. Yeah. Well, this is a pretty good list, I'd say. I mean, that's going to be quite a lot of spells, but we'll reach out to them, see if they can show up and speak on your behalf. Oh. <laughs> oh. I love the idea of Pip just, like, zoning out, racking his brain for... <laughs> this is exactly what's uh, happening. Pip's just like, who did we meet? Person, 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 person. Nope, fuck them over. Fuck them over. <laughs> yeah, we did a lot of we did a lot of oopsies along the way. And I don't know if if anyone like uh Theo Almond is was terribly happy with us when when we left or anything like that. And I don't know if Dolpa would be a great witness because he can only say things he's heard before. <laughs> so <laughs> it's a pretty good list. Grendelin was a stupid name. I should have done better. Uh, okay. Um, this sounds terrifying. So, like, is this now? Well, so what would need to happen is you all decide, is it going to be Fratherick Solo? And you're going to learn more about what's going on. Or you're going to learn more about the race. Or going to have somebody go with him. Or everybody or nobody. It's up to you. You figure that out. And then you just meet south of Pesopt. I've got a teleportation circle ready to go. Just meet my buddy out there. He'll send you over to Vivimar. Let him know you're on the way. I've already kind of gotten a little bit of an in with uh, King Shadow Step. Just to let him know that setting up part of a trial for him. Just trying to pull it all together. Mm-hmm. Where's Dolpa right now? Don't know. Because I would feel better if he was, like, in that elfy vicinity and meet you there. Do we have to tell you the number of people who are going with him right now? No, you just got to show up there with whoever you want to go. Okay. I feel like we should talk to uh, our team and sort that out. We got about a day's ride to, to decide on that front. Can I touch the flute? Well just as a bit of motivation for you guys to make sure everything goes well because I really need this to work. It is going to be ratings. I am offering for you to have a performance. One song of your choice in front of all of these people. I already paid for all their drinks. They're all kind of buzzed and ready to go. Just in case you try to bowl your way through here and take this from me. Uh, everybody's on my paybook. that flute in my hands I will go and pick it up and I have not seen this thing for a decade so you is it my flute uh investigation check uh uh 21 so Ralric you're looking over at Pip and Pip is just staring at the flute in his hands just like looking at it and holding it there for a good 20 seconds and then you see kind of a couple of tears just drop onto the thing as you do believe this to be your flute. I don't want to give it back. 
Run, Pip, run! Um, I look out the door and I see my sister and I turn back to Josephine and I put the flute down on the table and I turn around and leave. Well, I did not expect that this show is gonna be money. And you hear that as you go through the door. And Funky, since you've been kind of... I imagine you've been keeping an eye as this yeah, has been Yeah, I've been watching around. We'll say that kind of as Pip is touching the flute, that's been about the 10-minute mark. Okay, so I guess I would cast Sending at that point and just say probably to Pip. Hey, Pip, this is your, this is your girlfriend checking out. How's the first date going? Honestly, if I had the flute in my hands, I would not be able to hear or respond to <laughs> Funky. So I definitely would not say my emergency code word. <laughs> I would just, which would would get him to come in. So yep. um, with I walk out. I'm walking out of the room shortly after you send that. All right. I guess how... so. You uh, not getting a response from Pip. I would turn to Chest and say, uh, I, I think I think we got trouble, Chest. Semily? Chet? Mount up. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And so you all kind of go towards the door, and right as you're about to barge in, Pip opens the door. Give me a perception check, uh, Funky, or Thodrain. Uh, um, Sight-based, Tyler? Yes. 15. Okay. So as the door opens, you see all of the people that uh pip also saw but this time you see an additional creature blue skinned beard has a turban with a feather up, up the top give a let's go with arcana check it's the genie from aladdin <laughs> that's a 10 no clue huh but looks like something you've never seen before like something Pip probably should have fought by himself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I, I guess I'm so, so we get there around the time Pip's busting out through the door. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and Chess, give me a perception check. Okay. Sixteen. You do. Your eyes immediately go to the fighter when the door opens, mm-hmm. or the. They geez, would. I keep saying fighter. The more combatant-type figure. The Hobgoblin? Hobgoblin? Yeah, that's just standing there stoically. Okay, and does my... I, that's just what I notice with my perception check, is him? You would you would see all the other people, too, um, except for the one that yeah. Thodranger saw, but I just pointed out the... I, okay. I just imagine yeah. that Chest immediately starts making his pack of pants. <laughs> <laughs> Chest starts staring at him for a minute. A minute? <laughs> Are you gonna stay, stand there at the door for a minute? Uh, yeah, I, I think so. Unless they say anything. <laughs> I feel like the door is just slowly gonna close. On you. <laughs> Door's closing and Chest is going. Yeah, he's doing. Chest is just looking him yeah. over for one minute. <laughs> so either your party or one of them starts closing the door door before the minute. Ends. Chest is like, <laughs> as the door is closing, his eye, he's like, I'll let you choose one thing. What? <laughs> Uh, strength, obviously. <laughs> this is so stupid. Higher. What? It's higher than 20? <laughs> is this motherfucker on? Yo, he's using drugs for sure. Performance enhancing drugs. 
Just to be clear, you can't actually get higher than 20, right? Like, without... There are certain items that let can. Yeah. Without without an item. Yeah. Without an item, yeah. right? Yeah, okay. Pip and Ralric, just give a general insight check for that whole conversation and you being in the room. Uh, 15, 17. Pip, just looking around, just looking at these people as, as you're just getting an idea of the situation. Josephine Strawling, obviously one of the richest people in the world, just by her posting in the trade capital. And you can see she is able to hire with that with that wealth. Yeah, so basically we are just standing pretty much in her bar right now. It's it's what you it's what you might expect protection for a king. Huh. I just wanted to sleep somewhere dry, not covered in poutine. <laughs> I mean, I, I can still arrange the poutine, but I was going to try something different no. tonight. Perhaps in a bucket <laughs> or a plate. Um, do I do I feel that it's still safe for us to sleep here? You could tell that she wants you to. She really, her goal is trying to help you get that bounty off Ralric's head so that she can use you. Yeah, so, like, basically in that conversation, I can tell that she wants me to show up and pass up and wants me to do stuff. But, like, was there any sort of indication that her getting Ralric back to Vivimar was some sort of play or con to break up our team? Or do I actually think that she is genuinely just focused on ratings and focused on me being there with my group to try and fight for this flute? Give a retroactive insight check. <laughs> okay, that's pretty good. 19. You were really studying her face when this was going on, especially after you saw the flute. It's like anxiety and heightened awareness. Your adrenaline was pumping through your body, and you're just honed in on her. And like you could tell whenever she kind of mentioned the ratings and the money, it's like she just started to get more excited and into the conversation, what she was going on, and then... Once it got to other things, she calmed back down, so you could tell it that was the, her focus. Okay, well, Pip is pretty nervous and upset and anxious and has a lot of things on his mind, and he goes back to the bar and sits down behind his sister and orders a bottle of white wine, a sleeve of saltines, and a jar of peanut butter. And Semele knows that Pip is in a bad way. Oh, holy guacamole pepperoni. That is, uh, oh dear. It's in there. It's in there right now. And we can't have it. They don't have... They don't have a sleeve of saltines? They don't have a sleeve of saltines, but they'll give you some pumpernickel rye baked into round loaves. Okay. Or I was going to say a box of Lucky Charms. You also have dragon donuts. Uh, yeah. Funky's gonna grab a few, a few handfuls of those. Okay. Give a uh, five silver. Yep. And I'll even tip an extra silver. You bite into one, and it has a surprisingly spicy kick. Oh, that's a spicy meatball. What do I owe him for my sadness, wine, and food? He sees that you're. Uh, give a persuasion check. Uh. 16 plus 9. So I, I, I'm I, gonna look at him and look deflated and place my order and say my girl Josie said she'd pick it up. Uh, so that would be a deception check. 
Okay, I'll do deception. It's still... Persuasion was 24. Deception is 22. Okay. And he, he just says... Yeah, well, she, she's been paying everybody's drinks tonight. It's been pretty crazy, so... <laughs> we'll throw this right on the tab. There you go. Here's some bumper nickel. Hey. You know what? Have these chocolate zucchini cakes on the house. Thank you, sir. Chocolate zucchini cakes. And I... Yeah, coated in powdered sugar, crowned with some strawberries. I give the cake to my Sima. Well, this is, this is an interesting concoction. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it is currently early afternoon, so you could stay if you wanted to, or you could try to continue on your way. What's the weather like? You go look outside. The rain is starting to die down a little bit. Well, I've got my traveling wine, so <laughs> I'm, I'm fine to <laughs> get on the horse. I'm not real keen on sticking around here. Nah, I don't really feel comfortable sleeping also, right in the thick of all this. anyone ever done a teleportation trial before? Asking for a friend. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a, a what? Um, so I'm to be teleported to Vivimar to stand trial for Bobby Sr.'s crimes. Well, that, that don't seem fair, Relic. I think, sorry, Steve Rick, I think... Um, Damn it. <laughs> we don't have to do that anymore. Yeah, I think we're good now. <laughs> Everyone knows. Uh, okay. Everyone, uh, okay. Well, I may still mix it up a bunch, but that don't seem fair. <laughs> um, like, you didn't you didn't do anything, so you don't need to be on trial. Well, that's what I said, and I'm going to accuse him, so hopefully he has to go on trial. We need to prove his innocence. Yeah. So that he can keep helping us. Isn't it more that they have to prove his guilt? Not in Garshad. I don't know what the Garshad <laughs> constitution says. <laughs> I do worry we're going to get thrown in, in a slammer again, but I also don't like the idea of sending off our elf by himself. Yeah, actually, based on just sheerly the amount of time that the four of us have spent in a locked cart, I'm pretty sure the law is guilty until proven innocent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, does he have to go alone? No. No. No, he doesn't. But this is something that we kind of need to talk about and decide. Josephine said that there's going to be a little bit of time at Pesop before the, the competition to fact-find and prepare and... But improve our odds can we really trust her i think so on this front what do you think that Uh, because i I put my trust in a lot of people and last time it landed us in a cart uh so you can see why i'd be dubious right yeah but i mean i I don't want to end up in a cart either way i feel like if we go in with Ralric or the warrant we end up in a cart if we listen to her we end up in a cart not necessarily if we listen to her and she's telling the truth, one thing that I do feel like I know about Josephine Strawling is that she likes making money and she wants to she wants to sell this thing. She wants she wants a good show and she wants a big star and that's what we can provide. She wants us there and I think she wants all of us there. So she wouldn't be doing this if she didn't think it could get Ralric off. I'm not saying he has to go alone. I'm just saying that. <laughs> I mean, I can, I can just, you know, I I can get Ralric off. <laughs> <laughs> 
Funky's just sitting there tickling himself this whole time. <laughs> that, that's... <laughs> that's all. <laughs> just, just, just needed to repeat that line. Oh, you're the worst. Um, Jess is like, well, okay, let's get going. We'll go sleep in the snuggle hut. I don't really want to... I'm fine not being here, but it is kind of crappy out. You two can sleep in the snuggle hut. <laughs> okay. I mean, we... Well, actually, Thodre, that's not how it worked. Pip actually has to be inside the snuggle oh. hut for it to happen. Oh, that was a joke. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> I still want to talk to you about that hammer. Whatever. Right. Sorry. Later. <laughs> Are we making this decision for Relic right now? I mean, we do have a, a full day's ride ahead of us still before we have to do this. But Relic, what are your thoughts? Um, if anyone's going to come, it should just be one person. So nobody's left alone in Pesot. I think Funky should stay with me in Pesot because he is the most city city savvy and can help me fact find city speed yeah that's fine and i've been the nicest to chest so you know he can speak on my behalf (laughs) (laughs) um i'm not super useful once i get inside the city bubble i think we're both the two magic-y folk but you're fat you don't lose your speed (laughs) hey i don't get my speed from my gut i just get my speed because i lived in the streets for so long well, I know, that's what I mean. Like, you're still street savvy, so True. whether you're magic or not, you still have that. Yeah, I guess that's fair. So, And I can always sniff out a good pub. Yeah. I'm not going to get us thrown into a dungeon of that fine axe a second time. <laughs> Fuck, we are not going back to <laughs> that shop. Okay, I feel like we have a plan. Alright, let's do that. So, are we uh, rolling out? Let's hit the road. Could I, Let's go up into the horse stairs. Could we get out of the horse stairs. Can we get six road beers to go, please? Ah, <laughs> uh, buddy, you got a place to pour that? Glasses aren't to go. Shimmy the, shimmy the keg out. Oh, you've got your wine skin, your yeah. beer skin. Can I actually? Yeah. Can you just top this up? The keg? No, the the wine skin. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot I had the wine skin. Yeah. Sure, sure. It's a gallon. Okay. We'll take. He'll ask you for a couple okay. gold. I'll give him three. All right. So you all uh, get ready to head out. Really needing to think about how the next few days are going to go. What's going to happen? A lot of questions arising after this meeting that you didn't have before. And as you head out and kind of discuss the plan moving forward, that's where we'll end for tonight. Ooh. Back into the rain. Oh, my Putin's going to get all soggy again. Well, Ralark's going to be locked up and it'll just be the RG3 for the rest of the series. RG2. Yeah, we're going to we're going to flip the table at this trial and just murder everyone and turn it into a red wedding situation. <laughs> Welcome to DM Thoughts with Tyler. This episode definitely had some tension where they needed to figure out how they wanted to handle going and seeing Josephine, handling being in the bar, actually handling the flute for the first time, and then figuring out how they're going to move in the future with potentially splitting the party, which looks like it might be a thing. So that could be definitely interesting down the future once they get to Pessopt. We'll see what happens when they get there. But thank you again for listening. We'll check you out next week for the next episode of the No Mercy Podcast. 
where we see these decisions, what is actually going to happen, and what the podcast will be like if the party does eventually split.